it all started out as a mild curiosity in the junkyard. And now it's turned out to be quite a, a quite a great spirit of adventure. Welcome to another episode of A Mild Crusty in a Junkyard. I am Alex, and with me as always, with, usually with, as with me as always is... <laughs> oh, you were so close. You were so close to just... With me as always is... Andy. Oh, okay. you just, you did it, and then you doubled back on yourself. I thought I did it wrong. Oh, no, you were fine. You were fine. You, you just second-guessed okay. yourself. And, um, and... Yeah, okay. Well, we're going to be watching, um, we're going to be watching Sharda. Parts one to three. Parts one to three of Sharda. And we just watched part one. We did. We did. It was interesting, wasn't it? So there wasn't that much animation in this one, actually. It was mostly, it was mostly all filmed, I think. There was only like a a couple of scenes and then at the end... But the animation was actually... like It was a bit weird at first, but I just got used to it. There's the same people who did The Power of the Dogs. No, I like that one. So, yeah. So, we started off in space on some kind of space station and there was some kind of countdown in Roman numerals for some reason as well. Yeah, but the, the, like the beginning bit, I don't know why, it was just so weird. It was kind of creepy as well. Like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah, it was just really creepy because like, then, it, then, it goes, then it goes to this, like, there's this ball, right? Well, so there's like a load of people laying down. Like around this ball yeah. and their heads are resting on like this thing that the ball is on. Yes. And it's cutting down in Roman numerals. But then it goes down to zero and this one guy wakes up. But yeah. all the other guys, they just start like... Shaking, yeah. So then he pressed the button and they stop, and then he gets up and then he, and he stood and he and then like he, 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 he pressed some buttons and the button flies up. And then, the button of the ball, so the ball, but then you hear like these weird little voices keep speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh my god, and then it's the beginning, it was so weird. And, and then the music was just so eerie as mm. well. Well, he it. he walks it, it's Mark Ayres who did um some of the um Seventh Doctor's uh stories. So when we get to them, you'll probably be able to tell it's a similar sort of. Um, you know, sound, um, and yeah. So then he gets up and he leaves the room and he goes and to a ship, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And then the other guys all get up and they just die and they just kind of yeah, like fall over, don't they? Mm-hmm. But yeah, he leaves in this in this lovely yellow <laughs> yellow ship. Yep. Um, and then next we see a chap riding his bike through Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes to one of the colleges in Cambridge University and he he wants to see a chap called Professor Cronotus. Well, he goes to see a chap called Professor Cronotus, doesn't he? He's mm-hmm. this old professor. Called Cronotus. Who he wants to borrow some books from. Mm-hmm. And so he goes in and uh, the professor's making him a cup of tea. And he asks, <laughs> he, does the, <laughs> he does a silly You're joke. Right. <coughs> yeah, that's when you can pick up while I'm coughing, you see. Oh, sorry. You can just take over, it's fine. Um, that's when he does the silly joke of saying, you know, um, tea, that like, yes, like milk, yes. One lump or two? Two, please. Sugar? Two. Lumpy milk. Lumpy lumps of milk. All right, lumps of milk, thanks. No, no lumps, thanks. But yeah, he's telling him about the books that he wants to, to borrow. He says, oh, I think they're on the third show. No, actually, maybe the second show. So it just says, oh, take whatever you want. So he takes a few of the books, doesn't he? But he's when he came in, the guy's called Chris Parsons, by the way, <laughs> so we know we know who he is now. Yeah, yeah. When he came in, he looked at, there's in the corners, the TARDIS. And he's and like, um, how did that get there? He's like, oh, someone must have left it there when I went out. 
So then, yeah, then Chris goes off. And then Fresh Prince sits down and pulls a book out that he's just bought. And it's the time machine. I hate he sits you down else. and reads it. Then finally, we get to the Doctor and Romana, who yeah. are. Yeah, but it obviously doesn't sound like it's been that long, but it's been like about eight minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's a few. It's a few but minutes, there wasn't really loads of stuff going on. It was a lot of walking around mostly. Yes, so. Um, and. They're on a, they're, they're punting before. along the River Cam, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, and Romana's sitting in the boat of like a gramophone. And yeah. I, and then the doctor's standing up and just rowing along. And then and she's generally being confused about what time of year it is. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, so there he's pushing it along. He's going, oh, nothing can go wrong with something as simple as a, as a punt. And then all of a sudden he lets go of the pole and they, they're stuck. <laughs> so they can't really go. And then he has to, they go under a bridge and he gets his, an oar out, doesn't he? Yeah. And they have to, um, he has to use that to get them away from well like to the shore i guess so um so while they're doing that though they um oh chris goes well he cycles back to his room doesn't he or wherever he is and um are you gonna say anything or uh, am I just yeah talking okay about and um he gets there and he takes out all the books that he's got yes and he opens one book well it's big thick red one but then it it shuts and opens it again yeah and then, but then in the background, the clock starts moving. Yeah, see, so like the pages flip one way and it goes forwards, and it flips the other way and they go. But and that's they go like backwards. what Romana was saying earlier with the boat. She was saying, um, she was like, she was talking about the boat. And she was saying, oh, it's such, you know, it's such like a, you know, a primitive thing. You know, she's like, you know, you push the oar in one direction, the boat mm. goes in the other. Oh yeah, I never noticed that. Yeah. So yeah, so the, I pick up on these little things. Then. So yeah, time is going backwards or forwards depending on the. Mm-hmm movement of the pages which is interesting isn't it so what is this book how very strange um so the doctor and mana go back to where well, they go to the college as well and they see a chap he's the porter and he's called wilkin and the doctor starts talking to him um from behind but he knows who it is doesn't he Wilkin mm-hmm. knows who it is. he's like oh hello doctor so oh, how did you notice me it's like, oh you know. I remember you came here in 1960 yeah yeah it's like how oh, did you know what to notice it's like that's what he wants he's like, to do. That's what you wanted to, you wanted to see him in 1960, 1958, uh, 1955. And he's like, I actually came from 1958 as well. <laughs> yeah, he says, but I had a different face then. <laughs> but, oh, I, wonder, I wonder which doctor that was. Yeah. I'm trying to think. And then, he just, be... and then he just gives him the ore he was using and then he just walks mm. off. Yeah, but he knows that Professor Cronotis is back because he told him he was back in his rooms now. Mm-hmm. So. so they go and, Romana and the doctor go into his rooms. Uh, meanwhile, Chris is still looking at this book, isn't he? And look, just being thoroughly confused by it. And and he tries to stab it, doesn't he? And it moves. And you're like, what? And just stabs the table instead. Yeah, it's like, what is going on with this book? It's weird. So what's the what's the other guy? What's the weirdly dressed guy doing at this point? We still don't know his name. He's like, he's like some sort of outer space cowboy because he's got a really <laughs> weird hat on. Yeah. And he's got a and, massive and cape. Kind of, and kind of boots as well, with yeah. big heels on. So, I mean, it was, I know it's the 70s, but you know. I thought, it was, I thought, um, was this series not in like eighties then? Was this was 80s? very. This was very. Well, actually, this probably if it had gone on TV, it would probably would have been nineteen eighty. Yeah, but they would have filmed it in the late, you know, like seventy nine. What they filmed of it anyway. Um, but yeah, so Romana and the Doctor go in, and they say, when he says, um, they obviously he shouts through, do they want tea? Because he doesn't know who it is at this point, does he? No. Um, who's there? And um, and the professor through then he goes oh doctor but before that when when he said when when he just come in and then 
um, Ramon and the doctor sit down and the yeah. doctor says to Ramon he's going to ask if he wants tea that's right yeah and then he said that and they both started laughing yeah yeah and then he comes through and he recognises the doctor obviously and then and he sees Ramon and he's like oh I've seen I've heard so much about you and then the doctor's like have you and he's like no but I will yeah <laughs> and then he says I can't remember what he says about um, he just makes mention casually of the fact that he's a time lord as well and you're like oh mm-hmm. right okay I didn't even mention anything about that. I just went with it I was like yeah uh, okay yeah fine so yeah, so he's a time lord. Just he's retired. He says he's retired. He retired from Gallifrey. Yeah, and he's just living. He says he's been living in like Cambridge University for like the last three hundred years. Is that? And Ron's like, does nobody notice that? Oh, that's the thing with these quiet sort of colleges. No one really pays attention. You know, just kind of leave you to get on with stuff. So, so he's there. He's been there for a long time. Mhm. Must like thing. it there. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's just a nice fun, fun place to go. I guess. Um. Yeah, so the the guy in the the guy in the outfit, um, he's wandering around still, and then he goes, oh, the, that's the thing actually. The doctor, oh no, that's in a minute, isn't it? When the doctor mentions about the voices, but when they're on the river, the so doctor he, yeah, heard, because heard um, because the guy holding the ball in like a, in like some sort of bag. Yeah. Oh, he was on the bridge, wasn't he? Yeah, and that's when they yeah, heard it first. Right. Yeah. So um, yeah, so he's <laughs> Mr. Ballbag. Um, he's <laughs> he's um, <laughs> sorry, that's too good to not say. Um, he's no. he's walking around no, and then he goes up to there's a guy with a car and he <laughs> and he's oh no before that no he goes to the he goes to the university he goes please to the, don't call him that okay he goes to the university <laughs> first doesn't he and, he and he's like standing there he's going you and like Wilkins there like pinning a note it's on the notice board and he, he, and he says again you. you and he comes over to him he's like um what does he what does he say about I can't remember like, how he says it he says it in the he says like are you addressing me. Yeah, no, but then he says, the other guy says something about Cronotus, but he says it in such a, like, kind of demanding way. It's like, mm-hmm. you mean Professor Cronotus? So, he's yes. like, he's busy, he's with the doctor. Yeah. So then he just goes off. And you're like, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> meanwhile, Chris is still flummoxed by this book, so he puts it in, like, an x-ray machine to kind of have a look at it. And, and see. then it explodes his x-ray machine. Yeah, and then it just starts kind of glowing, or, like, I don't know what it's doing. It's like... Doing a weird, yeah, it's doing something. So, um, and the Doctor and Romana then are talking to Cronotus a bit more, and he says about um, and the Doctor starts saying about the voices. He says, "Oh, I was hearing voices. I was on the river." And the, the Professor says, "Oh, it's probably undergraduates talking. I'm trying to have it banned." <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can tell it's Douglas Adams because you've got all these little jokes in there. Yeah. Um, and then he starts saying about um, oh, I, I, there's a book that I. I was like, oh no, because he says, why, why is it you, why is it you contacted us to kind of come here? What was the issue? He's like, so, I didn't, I didn't contact you. And he's like, oh yes, there was a book. He's like, what book? So, well, when I left Gallifrey, I, I accidentally took a, a book with me. Like, right, and you were hoping I could just go and take it back. And like, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying about the voices. Like, is that nothing to do with the, the book? And he's like, like no, no, no. No, it'd be anything to do with that. No, no, no. Well, we know it's not. No. Because um. When, um, also, I don't know what his name is. Don't we'll, say We it. will find out. We yeah. will find out. Well, don't okay. say that name again. Mm. Oh, no, not um, that name, no. So, the space guy, poor guy, that's yeah. what we'll call him, yeah. he finds um he finds a guy in, in a, about to get in his car, and he yeah. stands there, and he's like, and he's like, can I help you? And then he's like, and he just doesn't say anything. He just gets in the car with him. No, he says, he says oh, no, he says, doesn't he say, I thought he said, maybe you, I, maybe you can help me. 
And so, and then you just see him get in the car. Yeah, but then all of a sudden you see it stop, and then you see him driving. Like the other yeah, guy's so where's gone. the guy gone? Where's, what's he done with Yeah, him? but when he when he's driving past the place where the Doctor and Romana are, they then very faintly oh, hear that's the right. voice. Yeah, yeah. Voices. Gets, the Doctor goes, Romana, did you? Or no, does, or does Romana, no, Cronotus, someone says it, didn't they? Who, mm-hmm. Did you hear the voices? Like, like, yeah, it was very faint, though. Yeah, so that's why, because he's just, like, driven past them. So then he drives all the way out to some field doesn't he and stops the car outside someone's yeah, house yeah and then he, he like he walks into the middle of the field but then he starts stepping on stuff that isn't there yeah and you're like oh and then it, it's just look it, it looks really well done as well though yeah it's quite good because then it? he walks up the stairs and, so and then he goes into which... like he goes into um like a door and it just clo- it just looks yeah. so it looks it so did, well it done look, it did look quite good yeah it did look quite good the invisible spaceship the, we watched the Tom Baker introduction to it that was from the 1992 um release and he mentions about an invisible spaceship yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay that's the invisible I think spaceship. like invisible spaceships are always quite cool you know yeah. oh, they've happened a few times now haven't they yeah like what would one of have to think of all the invisible spaceships that we see in Doctor Who some there have been some yeah. so anyway he goes into his spaceship then doesn't he and he's um he's then talking to his computer about um is he, does he want to find the book I can't remember does he want to find the book or is he just after the Doctor I can't remember he wants to know about the doctor, doesn't he? Because he asked the computer. Yeah, and it showed him like clips from clips from like some such stories as I'm sure there was a power of crawl clip in there. And there was um, there was also one from um, there was a clip from Androids of Tara. Yeah, lots of different clips. Lots of clips of the doctor from mm-hmm. various stories that have happened, um, in the last, in well, the last few seasons when yeah. he was Tom Baker, um, yes, yeah, so. So yeah, so he sees that, and then he then he makes a and he contacts someone else, doesn't he? Some kind of, well, we don't even know what it is. Just some kind of shape on the screen, isn't it? Yeah, and then it starts speaking, and then, yeah. And then, what does it say? What does he say to it? it says something. Really. Does it say something about master? Does he say something about master? I can't remember. He says, "Your yeah." Or what did he say? I can't remember what the creature says. He says something. I oh, never do up. It's got a really weird voice. Yeah. But yeah, so there we go. Yeah, but like, I, I honestly really like the first one. Like, the first episode already, yeah, I yeah. love it. And it's quite, you don't really, I don't think you really mind that much that it flips, do you, between No, I don't. And animation like, and, and like, I know, I, I, don't, I don't know if this makes any sense, but like, it just, like, the whole, I know it's not just because it flips to animation, just the whole thing just feels different yeah, to the ones we've yeah. watched so far on this yeah. Like, the other ones feel like regular Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. But this one just feels weird, I can't explain mm, it. Interesting. But, but I love it. Okay, cool. Very good. Well, should we go and watch part two then? Yes. Let's do it. Right, so we have watched part two. Yes. Um, and so basically, it started... Um, oh, Don't say it's like I'm it not, finished. I'm not, I'm <laughs> just thinking of what happened, what happened. A lot of stuff happened. Um... He was in the oh, ship. Oh, yeah, he was in the ship, and there was that weird little guy. Which did say something master as well. What do you want me to do, master? Yeah. It's, it was like the voice that was weird. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. But then he kind of went away, and then he um, he left the ship, didn't he? He mm-hmm. just went back out again. And there, wasn't, yeah. there was barely any animation, this one. Yeah, there wasn't a lot, was there, this time? There's a bit. There's a bit, I think, where with the Doctor and Claire, but not... Um, not Claire? Yeah. Oh, oh, Claire, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so, um, so yeah, then he left the ship again, didn't he? Because he found, he, he wanted to 
find out about the Doctor, didn't you? That's why you went back, I think, just to get some information about who the Doctor was and watch some bits of Power of Crow, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what he was really interested in. It's like, oh, I want to watch that one where it's got old Greg from The Mighty Boosh in it. I want to watch a bit of that one. Can I watch that one, please? Mm. And, uh, yeah, so he um he did that. And then the Doctor, what was he up to? Um, the Doctor was... They were, so they were all looking for a book. Yeah, he, didn't, he wasn't saying what book it was at first, was yeah. it? And then he went, anyway, it was the something. It was the worship for an ancient door of Gallifrey. And, and then like, all the what? slams down <laughs> this magic book, this massive book. He's like, what? It's like, that's like one of the sacred relics like, of yeah, Rassilon. He's like, that's one of like, that's one of like the ancient things of Gallifrey, you know? Like, how did you get that? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, he said you, he stole it from the Panopticon archive or something. Like, yeah, and he's just like, why? He's like, well, no one was interested in history, so. You know, I thought I'd just take it because they're not, they're not bothered about it. <laughs> um, it's like, no, you can't do that because, you know, if I get this, what if it gets into the wrong hands, you know? Yeah. That's not... Um, it's not going to be very helpful. No, it's not. It's not, is it? It's not going to be good. So, um, so yeah, so they're like, well, we've got to find it. It's like, oh, yes, I remember now. There was there was a undergraduate who came here wanting to borrow some books. They're like, what was his name? What was his name? And, and he's like, oh, I don't know. It's Could a have begun with A, B. He was going B, B, and then the doctor on it. C. It's like. He's a little in joke there. B, B, C. Sort of the, uh, yeah, see, that's the joke that they were doing there. Yeah. Um, yes. <coughs> what was that? Was this just like self advertising? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So he was, yeah, he was trying to remember the name. Meanwhile, Chris went and rang. Um, up well as it turns out Claire who was like a friend of his I guess um and saying look there's this book and it's not it's not like responding to anything it's it's like it's just a bit of an odd book I tried to x-ray it and it blew up the machine well, <laughs> yeah well she didn't try to x-ray it huh she, she didn't try to no that's what he's saying to her oh okay why would she why would she be saying that she doesn't even that's what I'm saying he was ringing her and telling her oh, about yeah. it he's saying it was he reckoned and it was then, extraterrestrial and then, and then she was like and he was like well because then I'll let you to come and see it, and he's like, "Well, just don't be busy." Yeah, he's like, "No, not not in not Even in two hours." No, now, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, like if, if anyone's sitting there busy, I'm just gonna say, "Well, don't be busy." Yeah, don't be busy. That's don't just... be busy. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. <laughs> so they're still trying to work out the name of this guy, aren't they? And he's getting. He gets all the way to Y, and they're going, "Why?" Yeah, and then he goes, "Young." And he's like, "Yes, young Parsons." <laughs> like, oh God. <laughs> so he completely skipped the P's. And I went to why, because that's how he refers to him as young Parsons. You're like, oh my goodness. So yeah. So then <clears throat> the doctor says, Well I'll go and um I'll go and I'll go and find him and see if I can get this book back. So he heads off. And meanwhile, Claire's turned up at Chris's uh place with the book and they're kinda of looking at it, aren't they? She's like, well, What's it called? He's like, I don't know, it doesn't have a name. It's like a mix between Chinese and algebra. Yeah. Like, hmm. <laughs> and they're like, Well, I don't know I don't know what it is, you know, it's like not like anything we've seen before. So I got it from the professor. Interesting. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same yeah. things. Same yeah. things. I keep saying things. You don't keep saying um, things. And, um, and the book's just a bit odd. Yes. That's it, really. That's it. All right, that's the end of the podcast, <laughs> folks. Bye. <laughs> no, okay, um... So then, oh, is that what? No, it's not when he comes out, is it? No. What? No. What?
going to say that's when Ross's face he comes out of the is it that when he comes out of the spaceship yeah, he he comes, yeah because he comes yeah, out quite and, early and he's, on and he's got and he's like wearing that guy's clothes that, that he stole the car from yeah earlier. so it's like has he killed him has he just left him like in his pants in the car what's happened there and does yeah. he then drive the car back to um I don't think we see him in the car no he just kind of gets back to yeah the university doesn't he somehow. and then he's talking to that one that one guy with the hat on and the glasses Oh, yeah, he said to him, oh, yeah. Is, 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 is he busy now? And he's says, like, no, no, the left a few minutes ago. But before that, though, the, the professor's going to make tea. So then, well, um, Romana's toasting a muffin, I think, on, like, an electric fire, which mm. is weird anyway. It's like, it's what? The car's not going to work no. very well. Well, it might be a gas fire, but even so, it's, like, one of those ones behind yeah, it's gonna bars. It's not that you're going to hold it over the flames or anything. It's just the one that kind of lights up at the front. Um... Yeah, and she, and he says, "Oh, do you like some tea?" So, oh, she's like, "Oh yeah." So, oh no, we run out of milk. And he comes in and he goes, "Oh, what about some tea?" And then he goes in, "Oh, oh no, we'll no, no, no. milk." So, and I'm like, "I'll go and get some. I'll go and get some." And then Ron's like, "I think that's a good idea. We've got loads on the TARDIS." Yeah, and he looks and he says, "Oh, it's an old Type Forty. They came out when I was a boy." Yeah. Like, it shows how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> so Ron goes into the tip, and then while she's gone, the um the guy comes in with, oh, yeah, the professor with goes, his bag with his, bag of, his, his ball bag yeah. stop <laughs> the professor goes back into the kitchen because he hears all the because he opens the bag up and, and he, he hears, hears all, all the, the voices he's like how many are you are there before blocks. that happens before the per, before he comes in the room he's like oh undergraduates so he hears them outside he thinks it's like a load of students so yeah so he goes into the kitchen like, how many yeah how many are you I've only got seven cups and then he comes back and he goes where have the others gone like, yeah, and then um and he's like, where is the book? He's like, what book? He's like, I don't the have book any books. you stole from the... Well, no, before he says that, I don't have any books. Well, I have lots of books. Which one would you like? Yeah. It's like the one you stole from the... Panopticon. The Panopticon. You know the Panopticon. We've seen it in, like... I can't remember what it was called. Invasion of Time and Deadly Sentence. The guy with the P that was slightly long. Parsons. Young Parsons. <laughs> young Parsons. Who now has it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he... Um, he says, yeah, where is the book? Where is it? That, I don't know what you mean. Oh, before the, the doctor, where does the doctor bring it up? Before the doctor goes, he says about a cri- a criminal of his, of like was a hero of his, like Sal Yavin. He says when he was a, he said he was a hero of his when he was a boy, and he says to the professor, "What do you know about Sal Yavin?" So, oh, I don't know about him. He was a contemporary of yours, wasn't he? So, no, I don't want to talk about him. Oh, good riddance to him. Good riddance. Right. Okay. Um, oh yeah, Pete forgot to mention that the doctor, the doctor goes out to go and find... No, um, I said that. Oh. I already said the okay. doctor went out. I was just filling in the oh, gaps. Did, cause... did you mention that the other guy went out too? To no, because they were looking at the book, but then he left Claire um, to, to go off to see the professor again. Mm-hmm. And the doctor left, obviously. And they were both riding their bikes, and they both passed each other, but yeah. obviously not knowing yeah. who the other one was. So, so yeah, they've missed each other. And then the doctor turns up at um, Chris's place and then because Claire lets, lets him in and he's like oh hello <laughs> he doesn't mind, he just walks in well yeah he just walks in and he's like oh hello he's like, oh hi so, oh that book's you know he's, that book's not yours is it he's like, no it's like, it belongs to a friend of mine and they're kind of looking at it like because it's you know it's all crazy and they look at the readings and I'm like it's 2000 years old and it's like no look at that Minus two thousand years old. Yeah, it's like, I think time's running over it. That's like what is going on? It's like, I just need to get this back to where it belongs. So he takes it with him, doesn't he? So he mm-hmm. goes off after they've had a bit of a chat. And then, um, and then back at the the little office thingy. Office, the professor's rooms. Oh yeah. 
Romana comes out of the toilet and he's laying on the floor. Well, no, yeah, we didn't mention about the sphere thing, did we? Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah so then... she comes out, then so the sphere rides out the bag. Yeah. And just, just like, it's weird because, first of all, the professor doesn't have any glasses on. Oh, yeah, so yeah. When the, when the sphere, sphere gets on his head, he has glasses on again. It magically gives and him then glasses, he, yeah. And then he's just on the floor. Yeah. And then that guy leaves, then Romana comes out, and she's like, and then K-9 comes out too. Mm. It's like, I've got the milk. Professor, oh, no, what's happened? You know? She didn't say it like that. Well, <laughs> you know, but lines. she comes out and K9 comes out with her and, like, and he scans him he's, and she's like, oh no, he's dead. He's like, and like, no, he is not dead. He is. And then, um, in the, was he in a coma or something? No, they don't say that yet because like, as soon as they can't, as hard as the other guy, um, I can't remember his name. Chris. Yeah, that guy, he comes in through the door mm. and then and then they're like, and then he's like, what happened? And then Ramon's like, I think he's dead. And that's when Kenan's like, no, he's just in a coma. He's in a coma, yeah, that's right. So, uh, oh, okay, and then she says, "Right, um, we need a first aid kit." And then she gives him all these complicated directions inside the toilets, and he's like, "Oh, for a minute, I thought you were saying you were going into that police box." And so, then he's like, yeah. and she's like, "Yeah, I was." So then he, she goes in, and then immediately he runs back out again. He's like, "What?" He's like, "No, quickly, come on!" So then he, he he goes out, and then he comes out all out of breath. Like... <laughs> he's holding, yeah. he's holding the med- the medical kit. Yeah. And then she puts this collar thing around his neck and says, well, that would mean that he can kind of keep his brain, like, working, even though, you know, he's not working. conscious. Um, and he's like, well, no, the human brain can't do that. And she's like, no, he's not human. And then, he's, and then Chris goes, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he's not, he doesn't mean he's not even surprised. No. So the doctor's then um, riding around, and he comes across... Um, oh, no, do we know... Do we know... No, we don't... Not, it's not that bad, yeah. Because then Romana... Doesn't it's when the professor's heart start beating out in Gallifrey and Morse code? Yeah, because can I, because um, Ron says, can, I, can you amplify his heart? That's right. Yeah, his heart. His heart. Yeah, and he's like, and then she's like, he's speaking Gallifrey and Morse code, and he's saying, beware of the sphere. Yeah, beware, beware of, of Scar Scargra. Beware of Sharda. Yeah. And then he says, um, the secret is in the yeah, and he dies. And he dies. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's not helpful. So then the doctor is riding along and he comes across Scargra on the bridge. And he's like, ah, oh, doctor, right, I need your mind. He's like, um, no, you're not having it. Or no, he wants the book. He says, I need the book. He's like, no, you're not having that. Like, right, well, I shall take it from your mind or whatever he says. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor rides off and he sends the sphere chasing after him. So the doctor's then riding around, isn't he? And he goes past a load of guys singing. It's <laughs> um, just around there's just this group of men wearing yeah. scarves just singing. And then he turns a corner and the book flies out of the basket. Oh, he doesn't basket. even notice. He doesn't notice, which is crazy. And then obviously Scargrove comes along and picks it up because, mm-hmm. you know, he's been following him too. Mm-hmm. But the sphere keeps following the doctor. And he stops. He he sees the sign because we saw it earlier, didn't he? says, no sign. And he's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> and then he kind of runs down, I don't know, like an alley or something, I suppose. And there's some gates at the end of it, though. And he starts trying to climb up it because the sphere's still following him at this point. Yeah. And um, he can't get up, and there's like barbed wire or something on the top. And then so he has to climb over it. It's like it's like we're going to a bear said, hide, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. He can't um, get over it, and then he tries to go under it, but he can't go under it. So he's got to go through it. Well, you never know. How's he going to get through? <laughs> but yeah, so he's like he's kind of and he he tries to go under it, and he gets stuck. And the sphere's slowly coming Advancing. towards him. He's being menaced. But technically, he could get through it because he's got so much screen over it, probably, and he can just use it on the lock. Yeah, possibly, possibly. 
Yeah, I can't remember how he gets out of it, to be honest. Yeah, he's being menaced by a sphere. Menaced by a sphere, yeah. So. Are you still enjoying it after? Two? I am, yeah, it's two really good. But as I say, there was, like you said, there's not a lot of um, animation and in like this The animation part. doesn't really bother me at all. Like, no, you just, don't really, you forget the, about but it, but don't you? But the story is, is so, there are only two episodes in, two parts in, and I'm yeah. absolutely loving it. Well, that's good, that's good. Cool. Um, shall we then go and watch part three? Yes. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Right, so we have watched part three. Part three. three. So I'd forgotten I about the... I just saw the credits and it said Fisherman. I'd forgotten about him. <laughs> we'll get to oh, him. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, there, was, there was like... This has got quite a bit of animation in it, but it doesn't bother me, really, to be honest. I don't think you had loads, though. There's only the stuff on the ship, really, wasn't it? Yeah, because they didn't, they, they, didn't really, they didn't film anything in, in the ship. Well, only a little bit. We only do a little see a bit, bit yeah. in the ship. But not, like, in the control room. No. No. So, um... So, yes, yeah, so... The doctor was stuck under the uh, the gate again, and then and I'll I have issues with this. Then the TARDIS arrives, and Ramana tells him to get in. She you know she obviously tracked him down, and he gets in. I'm like, why? Hang on a minute here. How come the TARDIS can move? It's got a randomizer on it. Every time it moves, it should go to a random place. So how? Are they, if are they, they moved it? Well, they can, I guess they can override it, but they haven't even mentioned that it's a thing. They haven't even brought it up. They haven't even said... If they just said, oh, yeah, we've overridden the randomizer. be like, oh, okay, fair enough. What if they, yeah. what if they just took it off, you know? What if the white is completely forgot about it? Well, but, but, but it does come back. It does come... It does get mentioned again after this story. Maybe they were able to override it then. They just don't want to write about it. They still want to talk about it. I think, I think what happened is they probably forgot it. And obviously, it's convenient for the story that Romana can then save the Doctor at that point. Yeah. So, so yeah, he gets back in the TARDIS, and then they go back to Professor Cronotus's rooms again. But before they get there, though, and Chris was just sitting there, and all of a sudden, he's dis- and all of a sudden, Cronotus, Cronotus just, just disappears. He's like, like, what? And he's like, what? And then they come out. The Doctor and and Romana and Kenna come out the TARDIS, and they're like, who are you? The Doctor's like, who are you? He's, he's like, like, I'm Chris Parsons. Like, where's where's Professor Cronotus, is that... He's like, he was there. But, and he just sort of went. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, where was he? He was like, and he pointed, and then the doctor was like, he's gone. Yeah, he just vanished. Is that... Oh. What? That's just weird. What? What's, ha- what's happened? Yeah. Um, but, I, but I liked it when, like, when, when he was like, where was he? He was like, he was there. The doctor was like, oh, he's gone. Yeah. Like, obviously. That's it. He's just gone. He's just gone. <laughs> um, so Skagra then... Um, he heads back to his ship, doesn't he? Does he head back to his ship? Yeah, he does. But the sphere, meanwhile, is going off on its jolly way. We forgot to mention, as you said last time, when it's looking for the doctor near the end um, of the last it, episode. Um, so it comes, it's just going down the street and it hits his running <laughs> on the back of the head and he falls Knocks over. Knocks over, yeah. Then he, then he get, does get back up again. It doesn't steal his his brain, though. No. But then there's this there's this random guy. He's fishing, just, he's just, just fishing. fishing, just fishing. And this you know? and this and the severe just comes and just gets on the side of the head, and then he just. But he's looking at but he's looking at it for ages, really wide eyed, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. <gasps> and then it gets him, and like if that hadn't killed him, he fell into the water and probably drowned. Face first. Face first. Yeah. Yeah. So he's probably drowned and died. Even if he wasn't already dead he's from dead his now. brain being taken. Yeah, he's he's dead now. So from mm-hmm. drowning, which seems really harsh. It's really hard. It's a killer sphere, you know. It is, but then the sphere goes off back to the spaceship, doesn't it? Cause you're like, it's oh, always it the killer spheres that are like the most like. Is it? They're the worst. Yeah, they're the worst. Well, there's those spheres. The only other spheres I remember the spheres that are inside the Yeti. 
Well, there are also the, the, the spheres, the called, you know, the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, We haven't got to them yet, though. So. Yeah, I know, but that's new. So we've I know, I know. We, we've, new we've seen it, but I know, we haven't watched it in the context of... I'm thinking about classic who. Okay, okay. Old spheres, you know. Is it... Is it... Oh, dear. It's only the, um, um, the Yeti. Yeah, and so then... Um, yeah, I can't remember. I'm trying to think now. So, yeah, so then the sphere goes back to the ship. Because oh, yeah, you were yeah. like, oh, it's going back in the ship now. Um, no, but, no, because they saw it happen, didn't they? Did they see the sphere go back in the yeah, ship? Yeah, because then they get back in the TARDIS. Oh, okay. Well, the, okay, so the sphere's hovering around. As soon as they hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They haven't got in there yet because they asked K9 to track where the sphere's going or yes, where the book yeah. is or something. And then they all get in the TARDIS. They all get in the TARDIS and, you know, they're getting in there. Meanwhile, Claire's turned up looking for Chris. But she goes, she talks to, does she talk to, no, she doesn't talk to Wilkins until afterwards, does she? She goes into the yeah, professor's she, room she's just. Looking for, she's looking for Chris and Chronotus. Yeah, she goes in just, she gets in the room just after the TARDIS has mm-hmm. dematerialised though, so she misses that. And then she goes in there and there's and no one there. And she finds Chris's bag. She finds Chris's bag, yeah. And she's like, Chris? But the book's not there. You? Yeah. Because the doctor's meant to take the book and the book's not there. So, so yeah, so then the TARDIS lands again. Another trip, just conveniently, you know, yep. just landing. So it lands in and then, the... And then they get out, this, and they get out, and they're on a field, but then they see the, the sphere flying around, and it just goes up, and then it's gone. It just disappears, like, isn't it? What? And then they're all like, did you see what I didn't see? Yeah, so and then basically we know it's gone into the ship, so then he moves forward, and then he starts feeling, doesn't he? And he feels there's a... Or he bumps then, into it at first, then, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. And then he starts using his hands and starts moving it all around it. Yeah, it's like... And, and, then, like, and then Chris just does the same. They're both yeah. sort of like, what's going on? And he asks K-9 what it is. He's like, there's a ship. Like, what? Why didn't you tell us there was a ship? So like, I didn't know you couldn't see it. Doesn't have to call him a stupid animal. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And so then they move around. But then he spots the bit of red carpet. He's like, why is there a bit of red carpet in the, yeah. in the field? And I was just thinking like... And like, like you rightly said, why is why do you need a red carpet into your spaceship? I mean, it's just you extravagant. Just put, you could have just put like a bit of a rock. You could have put a rock down to know where. You could have put anything, is. yeah. But, I mean, but no, but he, someone's got a bit of an ego. That's extravagant. <laughs> but then, does he like like if he when he when he landed, did it just roll out automatically? So when he leaves, is it just suddenly going to go? Is there just going to be a random bit of red carpet left in this field? I bet. I bet it rolls out. I bet, I bet he always hands it wherever he goes. Maybe so. Maybe the hatch will come down. They'll go. You press a button. It'll go blah, 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 and go back into the ship. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, so like the, I said, he's got a bit of an ego. Well, <laughs> Scagra's on the ship, though, and he's like, because he can see that they're outside. And he, but he says to the ship, oh, yeah, let them in. Let them in. I want them to come in. Meanwhile, Claire goes and, and she bumps into Wilkin, doesn't she, by accident. And she's like, oh, he's like, oh, oh careful, miss. And she's like, oh, it's looking for Professor Cronotis. Have you seen him? And he's, he's, like, well, he's like, well, I hadn't seen him leave his room at all. He hasn't come anywhere here so oh well he wasn't there so well I'll tell you what I'll ring around and try and find out where he is if you go back to his room and wait there and then yeah. I'll I'll, uh, I'll let you know so she so then, she goes back to his room and she's looking and she finds a key and she's looking around oh not yet that's later on oh is it yeah that's oh, not okay. this point that's not till later on in the episode oh, okay. we've got all the bits on the ship first okay sorry it's alright I'm just saying you always tell me off if I go ahead if I go ahead of time but that's not till later because they the, the doctor and Romana and um, Chris and K9 go into the ship and they're walking along the corridor and the doctor says, look, you should you should all leave here because I, I think it's too dangerous. There's no point at all. But then all. there's like this like, cube appears yeah. and just slowly disappears and they're gone and then they're in a little cell thingy. Yeah, they t- it takes K9 and... you say Yeah, but you say they. You don't say who. It 
takes oh, yeah. canine, Everyone Leela, apart from the doctor. and Chris. Yeah, so he's there, and then Skagra turns up, and they go and have a they go and have a chin wag, don't they? They go and have a little chin wag about. <laughs> so they go. Yeah, well, they go into the um like the control um bit of the ship, the control of the bridge, I suppose, or the control deck. I don't know, whatever it is, but um, so they go there, and he's he's saying to the doctor, "Look at this book." He's like, "Oh, I don't know. It looks like nonsense to me." So, and he says, um, so he just chucks it back at him, doesn't he? He's like, I want you to read it to me. He's like, oh, you can't read uh, Old High Gallifrey. And then he says, yes, I can, like a native. I want you to read it. He's like, oh. Yeah, and then he's, t- and the doctor opens it and he just starts saying all these things. Really yeah, I don't know what he's, I don't know if it's a language or if he's just speaking just nonsense or what. Because, but um, because then, oh, what's his name again? Skybra. Skybra, he's like, He's like, it's in, it's in a code, and the yeah. doctor's like, you know what? I think it's in code. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I need you. You know the secret. He's like, you and know. He's the like, secret. no, I don't. I'm stupid. I'm, I'm yeah. really stupid. And then he was like, and then the Skagra was like, well, you, you soon will be. And the sphere comes down. Yeah. And you don't, you don't see it. You just see Skagra smiling, and you yeah. just hear the sphere taking his mind. So meanwhile, the doctor, not the doctor, Romana, Canine, and Chris are in their little cell. So we're back to like. Um, filming now as well because mm-hmm. that was all animated before um and they're like oh right we're d- i don't know what this is and chris was saying about how he's supposed to give a a talk on how there's no you know there's no evidence of any alien life so like, well i have to rewrite that now then um <laughs> <laughs> uh, i can probably deliver it next month because he's just supposed to be doing it that evening um and so and then they're trying to figure out a way out and then romana says oh blast it <laughs> i don't think she actually means for k9 to do it She's just like saying it as a like a oh exclamation, yeah. and then his little nose thing, his little nose laser comes out, and he shoots. Then he says, "Please, duck." Yeah, and so they all drop to the they both drop to the floor, and it just kind of bounces yeah. off all the walls. And then um and then after that, the canine says, "I can detect something. Another voice has been added." And then yeah. the canine's like, "No," and then Romana's like, "What? Who? Who is that? Like, it's the doctors." Yeah. Like, oh. Oh. And they're like, "Oh, well, that's not good then." No. <laughs> so. And then, it, and then, just very briefly, it cuts to the doctor in animation on the floor. Yeah. And then it cuts back to them in the cell. Yeah, so they're back in the cell, and then, and then Romana just goes, "Oh, I wish I could get out of here." And then all of a sudden, that's that um cube comes back. Yeah. And takes her out, and then. And then Chris he's like, like, "That's all we have to do." And then he kept saying, "I wish I could get yeah. out of here." I wish I could get out. Of here. And then he goes. And he stands up and goes, oh, I wish I could get out of here. And then he goes, oh, blast. And then Canine's laser comes out. Like, no, 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 Canine. Canine. Good no. dog. <laughs> Good dog, because he stops him from doing it in time. Yeah, so then Skagra takes, he marches Romana out of the ship, doesn't he? Um, and they're back out in the field again. Um, meanwhile, Claire is, um, yeah, that's when she finds the key. And she, um, she, she opens up this cupboard. And there's loads of like wires and stuff in there, and then she accidentally pushes on a thing above, like some books, doesn't she? And it flips round. And there's like a control panel on it. Yeah, and then I said it's she. She touches some switches, and all the curtains close. That's right. Yeah. I was like, what was the other one gonna do? Turn off the lights. And then she pulls a lever, and then it and kind then of just sort of like, and then she just flies backwards onto yeah, a table. Falls, yeah, falls over the table. Yeah, and then um, and then what's his name? Wilkin comes back. Wilkin back. comes back. And he knocks on the door, and look, he's like, Miss, are you in there? Yeah. So when she doesn't answer, he opens it. There's always like purple lights in there. And he turns around and goes and does a wide open mouth, doesn't he? Yeah, and wide eyes. Yeah, and then turns back and looks at it again. And you're like, what's going on? And he's he really shuts confused. the door. Yeah, he's really confused as to what's happening there. I mean, as are we always, like, what's going on? What's going on? It's a little bit weird, isn't it? 
Okay, it's real weird what's going on. What is it? What's going on? It's probably, it's probably a TARDIS. One. What? No way. I know, right? No, no way. No. It's not, not like he was a time model or anything. I know, exactly. Well, because he said he wasn't allowed to have a TARDIS, didn't he, as well? Yeah. Well, but, oh, nasty. You know, cheeky, cheeky monkey. But then he stole a book as well, so, you know, he is a cheeky monkey. Yeah, he's a bit of a, he's a, bit of a, um, a rascal, that one. A bit of a, a, bit of a rapscallion. <laughs> a bit of a rapscallion. Yeah. A little bit of a scallywag. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of a scamp. Um... So yeah, so um, so that's happening, and she's uh, yeah, she's just fallen over it. Well, she's laying on the table, isn't she? So, um, so the doctor then wakes up, and the computer's like, "What? You're meant to be dead." And he's like, "No, no, I just let it take a copy of my." I, well, I said, he said, "I pretend I didn't resist it, so it thought I was stupider than I was, so it just took a copy of my mind. I have the original here." And then the computer's like, "No, you're dead." And so okay, well, um. He said, well, I would like you to release my companion. She said, no, I can't take orders from anyone, especially if it would conflict with, uh, if it would harm Skagra. He's, he's like, like, well, if I'm dead, then that definitely makes me an ex-enemy of Skagra. Yeah. So if I say anything, then it can't harm him because I'm dead. And then um, the computer's like, correct. And he's so like, so well, so can you release my companions then? He said, and then the computer says, I can. Your co- yeah, your companions will be released. Like... And he's like, it's getting a bit stuffy in here. He's like, well, you are dead. Yeah. And then, um, and then the computer's like, um, I have removed all, I've, I've, I've just, just, yeah. It's like, to save life systems, I have removed all oxygen, so there are no living things in this section. Oh, yeah. And the doctor's like, what? And they just start, so these falls down to he's the He's like, floor. kind of fainting, and then, yeah. And that's it for that. That's it, yeah, because he's yeah. collapsed, because there's no oxygen. But see, his own logic... His own logic caused him to, you know, yep. be uh, hoist by his own petard, as they mm-hmm. say. You know, he was stuck there, stuck because there's no air. But then he's a time lord, so and we've seen him like, um, like shot off his airways and yeah. stuff before, haven't we? Going to a trance or whatever when there's no air. So, you know, it's not, uh, it's not beyond, beyond his, uh, his Ability. reach to be able to kind of yeah save himself. So, so yeah, we're halfway through. Um, that's the end of this. Podcast? podcast yes so we've got parts four five and six to go in the next episode what did you are you still enjoying it I'm halfway really through enjoying this one, really yeah. enjoying Sharda. yeah it's a shame they didn't finish it but it's nice to see you know it's nice we can see it with the animated bits in it because at least they managed to finish the story so we can mm-hmm. see what it might have looked like you know if they'd finished it so yeah which is pretty cool so uh there we go so that's it for this episode um We'll be back in a few days with parts four, five, and six, and that will be the end of season seventeen. Oh then, my God, that's that, honestly mental. It's gone really fast. I can't believe I can't believe we're almost we almost finished the. Fourth We've got one more season. That's the fourth only, there's today. eight stories in the next one. Seven, seven, seven yeah. stories. So all, uh, all four part ones as well. So, but yeah, it's gonna go so quickly. I know, I know. Oh my that's God. Nearly... It's nearly the end, but uh, but we still got we still got all that to come yet. So yes, not quite the yeah. end yet. So anyway, thanks for listening and come back and listen to uh, Sharda Part Two. Yes, please do. Bye for now. Bye for now.